0: Scan on people, this is the real talk, real walk family, and we are back again with yet another episode. Come on, another (laughs) episode full of juice, energy, and character. Mm. Energy, energy, another episode where we come to bring you a quality dilemma. Come on, another episode where Ima's gonna give you some healing.
1: Amen, amen.
0: Another episode where Aura's going to transform your relationship thinking.
1: Oh, Lord.
0: <laughs> Another episode of we got to release of scriptures to you. <laughs> Another episode of can I chime in, can I chime in? Mm, can I? <laughs> <laughs> Back with myself, Gabs. Myself, Mr. Game Changer.
1: And your girl, Aura.
0: And we had a real talk, real walk family. Right today, I'm not gonna waste too much time. So I'm gonna go straight in. We got a dilemma today. Thank you to the individual that sent in this lovely dilemma. It's quite a long one. So bear with me. But we appreciate you. We take it very, very seriously because of the circumstances and the situation. I'm gonna read it's quite a long one, but I'm gonna try and read it as quick as possible because it is long, it is lengthy. Right, are we both ready? I'm yep.
2: ready.
0: Excellent um my husband has cheated on me twice during my pregnancy i feel betrayed he was repentant the first time and wanted to reconcile i forgave him and we started doing marriage counseling however a few months after he cheated again with two sex workers when he was on a a business trip he repented again and wanted to reconcile he says he's going to change and is trusting god for transformation he was emotion he has emotional detachment addiction to pornography Grew up in a legalistic home which caused him to rebel by seeking comfort in women. He repeats the same patterns and it's making me feel like he's going to cheat again. I'm really struggling because I'm not happy. I'm hormonal because of pregnancy, also heartbroken from the adultery. For him to cheat on me when God has blessed us with a child is beyond me. I'm struggling. I know God hates divorce and if a man is repentant, then we should forgive. I've been encouraged to stay. However, I don't know if this is being weaponized against me. Uh, that I should forgive and trust God. I trust God, but we have to remember He gave me free will. I've decided that if it happens again, I'm hundred percent leaving. Uh, I love God so much, and I will be accountable for all my actions. I want to make sure I'm right standing before Him on Judgment Day. I just need advice. If my husband cheats again and asks for forgiveness, am I meant to stay according to Scripture? It's so hard because I believe that I deserve the best, and if my husband cannot be faithful. Then I feel like it's best for me to be single and focus on raising my child. Mm. I feel like there's a lot of things in there. Yep. It I feel is, like there's yeah. there's definitely a lot of, of things to touch on. I think probably start at the very very basics, the very very basics, as simple as it's as it is.
2: According to scripture, what are the grounds for divorce? What what she's already described yeah, adultery. Usually. That, that's, that's, that's actually one of the clear, that's one of the clearest, um, yeah, yeah, the clearest only mm. obvious, um, parameter for divorce is, is adultery. So that one is very clear and he's, and he's fit that, um, on more than one occasion. Let's make um, it clear. this is according to scripture, because according
0: from the words of Jesus, what, about, this? what about that? What about if he beats me? All that sort of stuff, which we've covered previously in the pod, so Yeah, And go and listen to that. Yeah. But this is what we're saying according to what the scripture has told us.
2: Yeah. This is, this is plain. This is clear. Um, that, Yeah. You, you can't even mince your words around this. Uh, but with that being said, if um a couple decided to stay together, ir- um, uh, regardless of, the infidelity and stuff like that, then that's a choice that is made out of grace. Um, and if the if the two parties can seek some sort of reconciliation, um, and restoration, then you know it's fine. You know, that's 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 not to say that um. You know, there's only one way when it comes to divorce because divorce is very, very divorce can be very context, uh, um, complex in, in certain scenarios, um, and I, I want to that I want to make that clear because I want to caveat that because people say, well, what about this and what about that? In certain instances, uh, where, for example, um, the lady that has, has written in, there's a child on the way. Um, and she's already given birth yeah or oh she already given birth and so when oh, yeah. when when you already have a when you already have a child you, you, as a woman you don't want to raise a child by yourself like it took two to tango you, i'm not trying to do this by myself i know what it's going to cost me i know you know from seeing what it is like for other women what it's going to be like so i don't believe any woman wants to raise a child by themselves so but i just
1: say though that doesn't yeah. mean that he's he doesn't want to be present for the child if right here.
2: true true yeah. true i'm just it, it's obviously hard whenever we have scenarios it's hard because we're inserting some of our um what do you what's the big big english word? Um, we're inserting some of what do you call it presuppositions, or
1: oh, uh, uh, some of our presumptions.
2: Yeah, presumptions, right? So we're we're putting some presumptions in to try and make it a better picture. But <laughs> yeah, I' different story in it. Yeah, we're only going based off of what we have in front of us. But right. but but I think why I answered that way because yeah, I'm looking back at I'm looking back at the um. The scenario and she said he has an emotional detachment which to a degree is ambiguous yes but that could include the child as well
1: true true very true true. (laughs) true. (laughs) yeah
0: just going back a little bit obviously um the husband cheated on her on her twice and then went on a business trip and then cheated again with two sex workers And then obviously she goes on to mention that he's got an addiction with pornography. Do we think it's the pornography that has led to him being, what's the word when you're a continuous cheater? What's that word? Habitual. Habitual cheater. Yeah, let's go with that. Do we think that's a result of the pornography or do we think the pornography might be a byproduct of something else? Or do you think he just wanted to cheat because that's what he wanted to do? Can we blame pornography or is it other things that might be involved?
1: I mean I'm not a man but I do I do think it's probably a combination. I think if you were to line up every single guy that's ever cheated and count how many of them have either been addicted to pornography or have issues with pornography, you would probably get like 80 to 90% in my opinion and I've said this before but I think we have a pornography epidemic in this in 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 this modern times and I think it's absolutely ruining people's relationships it's ruining marriage someone even tweeted it the other day and I think I retweeted it or liked it it's absolutely ruining relationships it's ruining marriages and it's ruining people's ability to to communicate with one another it's part of the problem it's part of the issues why people are are sexually abusing children Is I, I said it I don't care what anyone says. this is my opinion, and I stand by it so strongly. I know mm. some people might think I'm drawing conclusions, but i and this is obviously I'm um, kind of going off path a little bit, but I think it's also why people are sexually abusing children it's why people are 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 doing all sorts of crazy sexual things up and down, and it's because of pornography. so in my opinion, I do think there's a link it it's not it's probably not the only reason, and like I said, there's probably people who cheat. And don't have issues with pornography, but I definitely think there's a strong link.
0: Mm. Yeah, okay. I, do hear that. I definitely do hear that. I definitely do agree to an extent. Obviously, we're not going to go on a, the pornography thing because we've definitely done a couple. We've done a series on on porn to be fair. So yeah, yeah. Hmm. I definitely want people to go and check back if they want to. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I just find it. I find it interesting that obviously you've you know you've cheated that many times and with a sex worker as well. Some of them might think it's not that deep to cheat with a sex worker, but something in me just tells me it is quite deep to obviously go there. Um, and then to obviously hear that there's that there's a pornography issue, I just have this feeling that, you know, the pornography might have been what inspired him to kind of go out there and cheat. And obviously we're not privy to a lot of things because we've, like I said, we only know what's in front of us. And it just makes me think if, he, if he's gone to a sex worker, like, what, what's obviously happened in a home that he felt the need to, you know, cheat with sex workers, do you know what I mean? Mm. I, definitely, I know cheating is cheating, but I definitely do think that there is a difference between, you know, cheating with a colleague or cheating with someone that you've met at a rave or a party to actually looking for a sex worker, do you know what I mean? Because you're literally going out of your way to go and, you know, um, find find a sex worker to obviously cheat with.
2: And that's That's that- an interesting view, you know. Because even if it's a, even if it's someone at work, do you not still have to go out of your way?
0: No, I think with work, you do not necessarily like you don't go to work, I think, work yeah.
2: thinking I'm gonna cheat today.
0: You don't go to work looking for a colleague. You don't you don't I mean you yeah. might you have to be in you have to be deranged to go to a rave thinking, yeah, I wanna find a girl to cheat with. But to go to
2: You um, have to be deranged. A lot of men work. are doing that, you know. But bruh, least, that's normal. That's oh.
1: That's bread and breakfast for exactly. somebody. Christian I men, know.
2: bro. Christian men. No,
1: the thing is, I think there is oh, a oh, oh, oh. between not even Christian men. Please. I don't mean nothing these days. I just <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that I think that there is a difference between situational cheating, i.e., I got myself in a bit of a pickle with mm-hmm. somebody because I didn't put in appropriate boundaries in place and I kept on seeing this person at work and they made me feel special and I liked it and we ended mm. up here, versus... Mm. cheating it is cheating works. regardless. Don't get me wrong, and I'm not saying that. I'm not, I'm not trying to excuse cheating, because cheating is cheating, and the repercussions and the pain is not any different. Mm-hmm. However, I do think, especially the person's asking us, essentially, what she should do about whether or not she should stay with her husband, and I'm not here to give her an answer, but what I'm saying is, in your decision-making process, sis, consider that there is a difference between situational cheating because we all sin and any of us can stumble in any way. Just, do you know what I mean? Like tomorrow somebody can slap my bum and I could not exercise in appropriate boundaries and end up in a situation, God forbid.
2: Versus,
1: <laughs> 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 It doesn't go from slapping bum <laughs> to cheating. But what I'm saying is anybody can, can kind of stumble in that way versus... I went out of my way to look for somebody to engage in sexual activities with. He paid, yeah.
0: You know you have to pay sex workers, you know
2: that? You have to pay yeah, them as in cash. Yeah, but you should
1: have been saving up to spend on the upcoming child. Upcoming child. But guys,
2: I I I don't know. I'm not why why I'm not sure if I definitely hear your points. So this is not me dismissing the points, but I think that what what I'm kind of hearing is the one at work it sounds more like a mistake and and then the one with a sex no, no, no. worker is kind of like. I didn't you,
1: say it was a mistake. You, you I just said. said.
2: It's, it was no, a it sounds like how you're describing it. Because Aurel yeah. was talking about, you know, it's how you can just slip into it or whatever. Like people, like in my experience, and obviously my experience doesn't dictate everything, but in my experience, there's never been a place that I've worked where married men, and I'm being very specific, where married men don't come to work. And make advances to women intentionally True. because they're not happy with their marriages. Well, you
0: know what they do, but are they? They're not going to work for this purpose. They're going to work, to obviously, to I don't know, to make money. But and then it all so happens to be that there's a girl or there's a woman there that they like, and then they make advances. Yeah,
1: well, but okay, you're like, about okay.
2: You about, in your house, you go and pay to
0: have sex with somebody.
2: Yeah, but then the way I see it is this: if I know that I'm, I'm, that means I, I know when it comes to sex workers, sex workers. Aren't, they're not something that's done for free. I know that at the end of the day, if there's a particular sexual desire that I want to be fulfilled, then at least I can pay someone to do that. So yes, the context is different. Absolutely. But I don't, I feel like when we try and break down narratives of people cheating, it can easily end up in a yeah, you know what? Situational cheating. Some instances aren't aren't really that bad because no, mi- I, mistake I is one thing. It's
1: cheating and it's mad regardless. I'm yeah, in that. But I'm saying, for example, yeah, let me just paint a picture. Yeah, and it's, you you're saying a married man is is at work and he's flirting intentionally because he's unhappy. But yeah. let's say the married man is not unhappy. Enter beautiful, slim, or whatever curvy, whatever his ideal fantasy is. Enter such a woman. Mm -hmm. who's single Mm -hmm. she is now doing her business and the guys they're working in the same team every day for example when i used to be a consultant you might get sent to i don't know let's say they get sent to birmingham together just the two of them every day working together working together working together Mm -hmm. in the evenings after they finish they're going back to the hotel because your your office will put you up in a hotel they eat dinner together because Mm -hmm. there's no one else there it's just the two of them they eat dinner together at the end of the night, he goes back up to his room. She goes back. And they're doing this, let's say, for six weeks consistently. Bearing mm-hmm. in mind, the woman is an attractive woman, objectively. Obviously, mm-hmm. we know you can't, but let's just, let for all intents and purposes, for argument's sake, let's say she's an objectively attractive woman. He's not mm-hmm. now seen his wife in six weeks. On top of that, let's just say, it doesn't, things don't even have to be, be difficult at home, but let's just say they're also going through a rough patch in their marriage because mm-hmm. it happens. Mm-hmm. Let's say... She's just had a baby. Actually, I don't want to use that example because it's a bit too, I don't like it. Let's mm, say
2: yeah. <laughs> she's really, really busy. Too. <laughs> she's,
1: she too is going through a really, really busy season at work. Mm-hmm. So she gets home. She's tired every night. She's not mm-hmm. really trying to t- She's not trying to have sex. She's mm-hmm. tired. She's not really cooking. do not really spending any quality time building their intimacy. Because mm-hmm. well, on top of that, it's children. The children are young. She gets home. She baths the child. Goes straight to sleep. Mm -hmm. and this has this was previously before he even went to Birmingham for his business trip it's been building up building up building up and they keep saying you know what when we get a quiet time at work we're going to spend time together we're going to spend time together go on a Mm -hmm. date work on our marriage etc they haven't done that he's in Birmingham week five now the guy is roasting him and his wife are always talking to each other oh good night how are you how's your day at work it's all just transactional transactional conversation the guy Mm -hmm. is roasting the girl is beautiful and mm-hmm. she too, she's got no commitments. One day she knocks on the door, hello, what are you doing? <sighs> it's a moment of weakness given everything that's happened, mm-hmm. and they end up sleeping together. Now, yeah. I am not excusing it because I think men who she it's I think it's all madness. Mm-hmm. Anyone that knows me knows that's the one, number one thing I hate. Mm-hmm. But or even let's even switch it and say it's the other way around. So it's, it's a, a woman with an absolutely amazing man, and the man is really, really sweet. He's always bringing out flower, your colleague, or no problem always bringing a flower and she too she's starting to feel like oh this guy's wooing me my husband doesn't woo me anymore he's got used to me etc 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 and the guy comes to her room enter they sleep together that mm. kind of situation is very very easy very to easy. objectively see how things have gotten to where they've gotten to mm. and it's not to say oh okay Eugene was was the right thing to do I'm not saying that at all but objectively, it's easy to see how people can get into that situation. Versus, oh, my wife is giving me good sex. She's, she's doing everything well at home. And or the husband is giving good sex. He's, he's, he's treating you like a queen. Every day, he's telling you how much he means to you. He's looking after the house. He takes you out on regular dates. But you're not satisfied. So you want to go and meet a sex worker. I think, And I'm using a woman as an example. Otherwise, somebody will now call us It just meant that she...
2: I'm mm.
1: switching up the examples here and there. Yeah. <laughs> i'm just I'm trying to cover all bases but yeah, but, i think there's a difference
2: come yeah, on. no but no but all right look at the examples you just used and i'll use how your examples prove my point look at the type of example that you gave for the first one and then switched it up for the second one to go the wife is giving him everything he wants bloody bloody blah, blah, blah and he still ends up in a sex worker's house what if that was the case in the first in the first person scenario would that what, what what's the difference it will still would still be, be
1: the... it's gonna it's, it would still be worse going to a sex worker if things were mad
2: no but if this is a, issue. this is a, a, your this, this is I, why i have an issue this is why i have an
1: issue with your wife
2: this is why i have an issue though cuz alright if you were if you were doing everything you were describing a woman was doing um in part 1 why why then even in a moment and this is not to say guys that you know you know man is infallible and we can just whatever everything we do we do by the grace of god and i absolutely do believe it's possible to live a life as a man anyway um that that doesn't end you you know stumbling but you ought to know you know you it, we don't do it by our own strength we do it by god's grace but the point is if my wife was loving me if my wife was doing and en- everything and bloody, bloody, blah. And then even in the moment of weakness where this, you know, beautiful woman knocks on my door and I still end up doing, in my opinion, I don't really, I don't really see as much of a difference Mm, because do you get what I'm saying? Okay. Yes. One is paying to have sex is is, up, is going out of their way, but then at the same time, if you know your wife is good she 's faithful she 's kind she 's everything you 've wanted in a woman, and even in a moment of madness, you still end up doing that. I even think that you will that you will feel more guilty in the first instance than you would in the second, yeah because was- it's like how can I have such a good woman and even in this moment of my weakness, I, I gave myself in. You will not, you will not. even though you may feel like in the moment you will enjoy it, I don't think at the end you you will really be sorrowful, in my at opinion. Least that's
1: better. But let the shame enter you so you know that what you've done is stupid. <laughs> let the, I personally, I've said it, I've tweeted it. I think yeah. shame is good, especially in situations is. like this. Sometimes I agree. let that shame permeate your entire spirit so I you agree. never think about doing such a thing again in your life.
2: 100%, I agree. Gabs, I heard you wanted to say something. Yeah, I was gonna
0: ask you. It's a quick. I want a quick answer: yes or no? What's yes. worse, physical cheating or emotional
1: cheating? Personally, I think physical. <laughs> I actually think
2: physical. You know. Um, <laughs> I, and I know, I know what Gabs is gonna say. Oh, you like sitting on the fence. I, I don't, I can't because, but no. And this <laughs> one is not you sitting on the fence. But do you you know, know why? No, I you know why? Genuinely, all don't all
0: know. Right? You I, s- know why? Genuinely. Like, what, what I'm getting at okay, is, well, it, I, think, I think with the colleague situation that Ores obviously brought to the table, yeah. I think a lot of that is emotional cheating. There's physical cheating as well, but I think a yeah. lot of it was over time. You know, they went burned together, et cetera, et cetera. So that emotion, emotional stuff, that has a big impact. Whereas mm-hmm. physical cheating is literally just one time. He went out of his way. He didn't care about connecting with a babe. He literally just went out of his way. Just to enter at the Nani, that's it. Yeah, but yeah, and and
2: there's you see no for me, emotion, he don't care for the girl. He really just wanted to get one off. Yeah, but at the same time, I still feel like emotional emotional cheating is a very dangerous place to be because it means it means that in your mind, in your heart, your like your inner conscience. There's something that's drawing you or pulling you to another woman that other than the person who you've made a lifelong commitment to. I feel, like, I feel like that's more dangerous. Like we see films where ah, like maybe your wife can't maybe satisfy you in a certain way or a lady that you've met at work or a man that you've met at work just ticks all the boxes in such a way that ah, they just woo you off your feet. I feel like it's a dangerous thing because even when, when you guys are plunging or whatever, you're thinking of my man or you're thinking of this woman that, <laughs> that you're attached <laughs> to emotionally. Am I lying? I think, I think emotional that's cheating terrible. is worse. I think emotional cheating is worse. It, yeah, that, that, and, and so that's, I I just, that's what I'm saying. I can't really compare because it's, both of them are mad. One, you're doing it physically. You're, you're just, you're off, you're off the cards. You're mad. But another one is also, in my opinion, equally as dangerous because your heart is a dangerous thing. If you feed your heart like it's desires, bruh, mm. it is desperately like a heart without being converted is a desperately wicked thing. If you don't use it, like that's why the Bible says, guard your heart. Because out of it, it flows all the issues of life. The unguarded areas of your life, you feed it a little bit. You. Oh, what if I What if I just touched her bum? What if I just gave her a hug longer than whatever? What if I just stroked her on her face? What if I was just in a lift with her or in a room with her? Ima- what, imagine what I could do. That's a dangerous place to be in. Mm. Aside from the physical one, you're doing like, that's mad. But the emotional one, in my opinion, is equally as mad. So I don't know. I don't know, man. That's the, yeah, but that's, that's me. That's Misha. You know, I think,
0: I think the emotional cheating is definitely worse, generally. And I thought that time ago, I thought emotional cheating is worse. If if God forbid my wife wants to cheat, let it be physical, quick in and out, boom. But the emotional
2: cheating, <laughs> yeah, <I think> <laughs> <it's-> <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my preference. I can't lie. My preference is neither because for me, if it was emotional <laughs> cheating, she's think of an, uh, of a man like in a deeper way. That's mad. But physical, <laughs> bruh, um, another no, man, men, men bruh. Hate I can't lie cheating
1: because they have egos and they never ever ever want to think that. They- Anyone else can be better than them to their wives.
2: But I'm actually, I'm actually surprised Gab said he doesn't mind the physical one. I get it. No, no, no. no. Like I said, if I have to Jesus choose one. Seasons. If I have to choose one. I don't want neither.
0: But if I have to choose one. Look, the emotional team is <laughs> long. Trust me. Hey,
2: no. Once again. So, go on. So, no. Oreo was, so, was saying something. I wanted to hear what she was saying.
1: I said that the reason men would rather a woman physically cheats is because their egos are too strong and they think they don't want to they don't want to think that another that their wife can see another guy as equally mm. as good as them
2: that's yeah, really the bottom
1: line enough, that's it, why men say stuff like, oh, it didn't mean anything. It was just sex, stupidity, and it ran All
0: right. That, 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 Jesus. You don't, you don't think our ego is, is <laughs> you don't, our ego is bruised? You don't think our ego is bruised if another man
2: is, is giving wood to our babes? You don't think our ego is bruised? That's, <laughs> this, is why this is why I'm saying both examples count me out. Yeah, <laughs> you
0: count, count me out. out. <laughs> our ego is shattered. Yes. Both of them.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, guys. Again, guys think that they get. Every guy thinks that they will give the that they can only they can give the best sex of their lives. So they'll be like, "Oh, yeah, he don't do it like me. I bet his dick wasn't as big as mine." Blah 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 blah. Sorry, but that's how men think, and that's why they say dumb stuff when they cheat. Like, oh it didn't mean anything. It was just sex, and they expect the wife to take them all back. Right, all right, Even that's men-
2: a de- that's a decoy because their their soul is wounded. Let me just tell, their soul is wounded. <laughs> another man is- that another man has been in in the same place where you found rest. That one, your soul is burning, is roasting, is chopping. That one I can tell you, you're contemplating some serious things. That's yeah. all I would say there. Your content, yeah, your soul is crushed. That's all I'll say. Because you'll be walking up and down the street knowing that another man has chopped your wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that one is just decoy. That one is massive decoy. <laughs> that, one is massive decoy. <laughs> that one is massive decoy. But anyway, shall look, we should go back to the uh it's, to it's the original really, matter,
0: it's totally crazy for real. But yeah, I, I definitely do think that that pornography has definitely had a significant impact mm-hmm. on on how he's obviously viewing sex. And it's hard because we don't know whether the whether the woman who's in the dilemma whether she's given good sex, whether she's doing all the things. It doesn't matter.
1: I'm do. not even here to make that woman feel bad about anything because what that man. has No, done
0: no. I'm saying. Good. I'm saying we don't know if the lack of sex has made him step I'm out. of do don't even we don't need know them. that. We can't Actually, assume
1: that. At the end of the day, he should not have been cheating. So, sis, yeah. don't let nobody tell you it's because you wasn't doing X, Y, Z. I disagree with what Gab said. Oh, that's all. the example
0: that's- that you brought, though. The example you brought was that yeah, the woman's wife is-, <laughs> is. That
1: was just <laughs> a fact <laughs> 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 example to show um, even and why I think that sometimes there's a difference between cheating because you lack boundaries versus cheating because you intentionally went to look for a sex worker.
2: Yeah well, cuz no cuz and a husband might have boundaries. No but guys, if you look if you look at the thing, it says that um he t- he cheated while she was pregnant. They reconciled. They went to marriage counseling a few months after. He cheated again with two sex workers. So there's a clear difference. This one is not mistake. This is why I'm this is why I'm trying to be that this is why earlier I was a bit like pushing back on what aura was saying because there there should be a clear this one there was no instance where it was made out to be a mistake this one is her an habitual issue that is pr- very problematic you cheated twice and then you went off you reconciled you said she said he was repentant felt sorry in my opinion i, I I don't know. Maybe this is another conv- conversation because I feel like what does repentance, true repentance look like? Not just in cheating cases, but in general, what does true repentance look like? Because mm. we can forgive, but what does it mean for, for when a person is, is truly transformed? But then it says many, that after, you repent, say that again. How many times can you repent, bro? Like honest, uh, honestly and earnestly. And then you, you went to marriage counseling and a few months after you went to sex workers So this is where I can then agree with Ora's point of how mad, the circumstantial, you know, cheating is a bit mad because this one, clearly you've had counselling and then it's not even just, oh, someone that you knew or whatever. You used your money to go and find a sex worker to sleep with after marriage counselling. Bros, you have an issue. You have a serious issue. needs
1: more than marriage counselling. Yeah,
2: he needs more than, he needs deliverance. That's what he needs. (laughs) Honestly, therapy, God. please. Uh, no, 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 no. Alright, first, I, no, 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 no. Before therapy, he needs deliverance. Yeah. Yes. Because he'll be sitting in therapy, and they will be there will be just be coaxed. And and this is not to tame, you know, okay. therapists. But Omar, this one is a spiritual matter. It's true. I agree. I agree, man. What this is one is a spiritual know? matter. I want
1: to know why it's spiritual, and not
2: because it's, it's it's when when something is habitual, it's not just a therapy matter. When someone is it, when it's habitual, that means someone is addicted to some, when someone is addicted to something. And when it comes to matters of sex, because sex is more than just a surface level, it's more than just a physical thing. There's an intimacy thing in this. Whether you know unbelievers like to hear this or not, there is an intimate area of this. It is very it is deeper than the oh, just our bodies are connecting and one body is going into another. No, it is deeper. It is metaphysical. So the fact that you are consistently doing it and on top of that, you are addicted to porn. I don't know how many, there, there's there, there, There's not, it's, this one isn't red flags. The flags are burnt. Yeah, this sure. one is not red flags already. Yeah. The flags are burnt at stake.
1: This is mad. This is
2: madness. And this is, and, and what I, to this sister, whoever, what I'm not saying here, I, this is not a marriage counseling session. I am just giving my own opinion based on what you sent in, so I am not telling you to wh- what to do, my sister. But I'm just giving my opinion about this matter. This is for me. This this is te- this is terrible. Yeah, like right. your yeah. husband has serious serious issues, and he needs serious serious help. It's not just a matter of oh, babe, I'm sorry, bruh, my bro. You need big time help.
0: You know what? Yeah, I definitely respect her as well for for still being within this marriage because I know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. If someone cheats on them, that's it. They're out straight away. I
1: want to say something, so, though. I, I
0: do. I definitely do respect that, you know, she has the capacity to still be there. Do you know what I mean? He cheated the first two times. She was still there. He went on a business trip, came back, cheated again two times. She's still there. So much so that, she, you know, she's setting a dilemma to us for us to obviously have the conversation and give our views. Mm-hmm. Um, And it ta- it does take a lot of respect. And I think, obviously, maybe, may- obviously I don't know, but maybe the fact that they've got a child together might be one of the reasons why, you know, she might remain hopeful or she might still be there. But I do know that a lot of people, yeah, once they're cheated on, that's it. They're just, they're just out of the door. They're mm-hmm. just out of the window. Mm-hmm. What was you going to say, alright?
1: There's also a lot of people that stay and they're just not going to shout and say, yeah, I stayed with my cheating husband. Because yeah. there's a sense of shame that comes with yep. that, whether yep. people yeah, like it or not. Women mm-hmm. who stay will feel the shame. Mm-hmm. She's written in to us to tell us this, but God knows if she's she's silent in her friendship groups and she's just suffering there quietly, and people don't know that that's what mm-hmm. she's been because if you, people if like you to was shame cheating, would you say. Pardon.
0: If you was cheated, would you stay?
1: Depends.
2: <laughs> oh, that's good. It depends.
1: Yeah. I I'm gonna throw it out there and say that I don't necessarily think that cheating needs to be the end of a relationship.
2: Hear me out And
1: I know this is coming from a woman And I do not like to defend men I really do not like to defend men Like you <laughs> like, on this podcast know this And I'm very much pro Women because I think that generally A lot of men will leave women in these streets High and dry and mm. leave them mad So when it comes to this I will happily say I'm biased And I stay on women's side forever That's just me, that's what mm-hmm. I'm going to do till I die mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily Think that she needs to be with genuine repentance, I don't necessarily think that cheating needs to be the end of the relationship. Because number one, I think that people cheat for a multitude of reasons. Mm-hmm. Whether it's whether it's because they're going through something, like whether it's it's it's, it's like Iman said, in th- which I think in this situation it, it can be like a a problematic, demonic kind of influence. People cheat for so many different reasons, and sometimes, like after cheating. Um, there's, okay, so there's, there's somebody called Esther Perel. She's a she's not Christian, but she's a, a relationship counselor, and she firmly believes that a relationship can be better after after cheating, whether it's the oh, man wow. that cheats or the woman that cheats. And I'm speaking from a neutral perspective as well. I'm mm-hmm. not. The only reason I, I caveated with saying that is because I do think men cheat more than women. Some people disagree, but and when men cheat, I think that the, the consequences of their cheating is more catastrophic. When a woman cheats That's just my opinion Mm. Anyway I say all of this to say That Esther Perel Believes that Post cheating A relationship Can be better Than it was previously Because You now kind of It's almost like All the the secrets Are out So you now have An opportunity To rebuild a relationship For the better And almost in a way Better than what you had Previously Because now You guys can kind of Set your own boundaries And you can sort of Start again from scratch In a way that you might Not necessarily Be able to do However, it depends on the circumstances. I do not believe in consistently cheating and taking people back. As for that one there, I'm 100% against that.
2: What would you do? You stay there, you out. I don't know, man. You, you know what? I, I feel like um, I'm very sober about the topic of divorce because for me, I don't care about optics, but like... It's... It, as much as my ego is there if i was cheated on you know by my wife like it it would be mad but i lo- i really love her too much to then just f- allow that situation for me to quickly say i'm i'm walking away from it okay. i'd really i'd really consider it before you know but yeah i i think that i would consider um a time for repentance and space, like space for us to figure it out. And if I see true signs of repentance, then yeah, why not?
1: Mm. But yeah,
2: if it's not, then bruh. The thing I'll, with space
1: I'll... is that I think that it's not as easy as people think, and the, and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. When you're married, everything is very interlinked. So yeah, finances. Mm-hmm. Well, mainly, I'm mainly talk about finances. Mm-hmm. Perhaps if you have children, the logistics of The picking up and taking down, and I think people are, oh yeah, we'll just go for a period of separation. I don't think it's that simple, simply because when your joint finances, especially now in this day and age, cost of living, etc., when your joint finances are just simply enough to cover the joint living arrangement that you have, and especially if you, for example, you're a homeowner or whoever, some somebody is still going to be living in in the family home, so Mm -hmm. therefore those that person's bills are either going to double because let's say for argument's sake, let's say you were splitting fifty fifty, or if that person's bills remain the same, the person who moves out will have to now be paying double. So yeah. I think that a lot of the time people just say, "Oh, we'll go for a period of separation," blah 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 blah. But the practicalities of these things in reality are not that simple. So
2: I know I hear you. I think, I think it's it's just on what well. separation looks like. So for example, couples can be separated and actually live in the same house. True. Um, so it just it just it, it for me I think it just depends on on how you want to approach it cuz it, obviously if it, as a married couple as you know as you've rightly said there are definitely loads of dynamics one thing i don't think you said or maybe i missed missed you in um I didn't hear you say but children <laughs> if children are in the mix where that becomes an even more mm. you know pr- tricky oh. scenario to navigate well, I, want go I, back, I want to go back yeah. a
0: bit to what you said earlier, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. about about how much you love your wife. And I yeah. think in terms of, like, cheating, I don't think this is something that many people might consider, which I think right. is very good that you said that. Yeah. Because you know when, when someone gets cheated on, automatically, it's like a little bit of hate is stirred up in their belly. Yeah. It's like, no, how can he, how can she do this to me? Mm-hmm. I'm out. I feel disrespected. And all of those things are true. You feel mm-hmm. disrespected. You feel like he or she's done you dirty, et cetera.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I wonder how many of us that are in that situation actually think or consider how much we love that individual, despite yeah. us being cheated on by that individual, Yeah. how much do we actually love that person? Whereas in that moment in time, you're not thinking how much I love him, how much I love her. You're just thinking about all the damage that's been done. Right. Actually be cheated on and still think, I love this woman so much, <laughs> or I love this man so much.
2: Yeah. I'm willing to work through things. Bro, Hats off to you, bro. Hats mm-hmm. off. No, I, I really want to give cr- credit to people that actually do that, and I feel like to kind of circle back to something that Ori was saying before. Obviously, like women get the brunt of the you know the criticism when it comes to this, like, and I feel like this is probably where a lot of husbands fail because you know Paul's instructions to hu- um, to husbands um, in in the book of Ephesians was husbands love your love your wives as Christ loved the church. And Jesus knew that the church, you know, the, the body of Christ, that there were problematic people. They were irritating people. There were people who, you know, one day they're in Christ, the next day they're kind of not sure. There were people who felt like they wanted to walk away from the faith. But yet these were the people that Jesus loved and also died for. And I feel like the same way, like in marriage, like that, that, that same thing should be, you know, it should be modeled by husbands. And I'm not just necessarily first talking about in the example of cheating, but should that come up, it should be something that you should consider. Even if you do want a divorce, it should be something that you consider in that Jesus asked me to love my wife. Have, even though I've been done wrong, even though I'm the victim here, have, I, can I still say that I, I have loved my wife and I'm still willing to, even if I do choose to to part ways, Am I still extending that love? But more time is the women because of their love for their husband. They're willing to overlook their wrongs. They're willing to give them the second chance. They're willing to say, you know what? He's just had his problems, but no worries. We'll get through it. And and then, you know, people just come and say, you see, you're complicit. You allow your husband to do X, Y, Z.
1: You, women that are saying that, they need to shut their dirty, stinking mouths. I'm sorry to say, and I know someone's going to shout at me, and say, I'm anti-feminist, X, Y, Z. And I've literally just sat here and said that I will support women till I die. But mm-hmm. if, you, if you're if you a woman and you're shaming people who stay, you're shaming women who stay with, with um married men, sorry, not married men, God, God forgive me. Women who stay with their husbands who have cheated. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this now, you are not as much of a feminist as you think that you are. Right. Because the majority of women in these... in the Majority of situations where this happens, it's women that are staying, men yeah. are up and they leaving. It's women that are staying, it's women that normally always get the short end of the stick. in life. Yeah. And yeah. on top of that, another woman is now shining, ah, yeah, complicit XYZ. And the reality is, most women don't know what they would do unless they were in a situation 100%. Where
2: really
0: bad, you know? And that's probably a good it's thing as well. Okay. A lot of people on the outside are quick to talk, but if they're in that same predicament, I don't know if they'll be saying the same things.
2: This, this is I why the Bible so says so we so should be, be
0: slow to speak, talk. bro. I mean, it's so easy to talk when you're outside of the club. But the minute you get inside and your emotions are heavily invested, it's a completely different ballgame. But when you're outside, it's so easy. I'll walk away, leave. I'll um, smash his car, do this, do that. But when it's actually you in that situation, you'll be thinking differently, man. And people
2: say all these things, but do you actually think that all the things that you're suggesting to be, do you think that will bring healing to the, to the woman's soul? Do you think you'll, do you think it'll bring healing to the partner who's been wronged? Their soul. Do you think it actually brings healing? You can smash their car. You can do whatever you want, but does it actually, does it actually bring the rest that you need? It actually doesn't because marriage is a very deep thing. Like you've been so invested. You've, you've, you've shared so many intimate moments. You've done a lot together. And then there's now this scenario where you two are going to be walking away from each other and walking away from everything that you've built together and stuff like that. And someone is telling you to just smash his car as if that is going to, so it is not. And then this is why, this is why I said earlier, like I'm very like I've, as I've grown up, I've been very careful about my opinions about divorce, even from a Christian perspective. Not to say that I go against what the scripture says, but I'm very, very, because some people are like, oh no, you know, either they should walk away, you know, if they cheated, you know, yes, grace exists, but they should walk away. And some people are like, no, they should stay, no, they should stay and whatever. And I'm just like, look, it's better Is better for those who know more or know better or have better context to speak. Before me, I add my two pence and will now be talking. Because if I don't know what, my surface level opinion is not going to bring much to the table. And I feel like that's why for me, like I I know for sure a lot of women love their husbands. Regardless of the fact that, Yes, these guys have, may have stepped out, and also vice versa because it does happen to men as well, but we see it more with women and they get they get slandered they get you know why are you staying with him? This is the problem you see you 're too graceful you don't you know forgiveness doesn 't mean you have to stick around and and, yeah. and kind of twist this what the scriptures say, and it 's like no guys, go beyond it like the deep emotions the deep relational connectivity that they had. They are not ready to throw it away. They're ready to give it a chance. So why why beat them up for that? Why slander them for doing that? And I just think it's unfair. And I, feel, like I said, from a biblical perspective, the, the greater instruction for love in a marriage is handed to the husband but then we're seeing a lot more, uh, we're seeing husbands that even cheated and they're the ones that are the, the ones to lead um, the, uh, the, the, the the army to walk away. Like it doesn't, bro, you did wrong and now, now you're leading, you know, the, you're leading this agenda to leave the marriage. Bro, no.
0: I've, I've heard that before, not necessarily in the marriage, but the relationship. I was yeah. watching one of these podcasts, I, it, but I was watching one of these podcasters and one of the guys said, if he cheated on his girlfriend, he would leave the relationship. He said, I think, because he would feel bad, that's why he's leaving.
1: I think sometimes as well when 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 people cheat, they feel like they couldn't possibly see how that situation could be reconciled. And so right. because of that, they're like, I might as well leave because I really don't see how we're going to go from this back mm. to something happy again, which but is a fair point.
2: It's I'm a fair point, but I think it's selfish. selfish. They might prefer the new
1: babe. They might
2: prefer the babe that they cheated with. Which is, which is equally as selfish.
1: selfish. Oh,
2: yeah. either, <laughs> either way, it's selfish because you are the one, walk, you are the transgressor and you are walking away. You mm-hmm. didn't seek reconciliation. You didn't seek restoration. Yes, in your mind, you thought, oh yeah, you know, this is a hard one to get out of, but you're, you should be ready. This is like, for example, like because we're Christians here, Jesus doesn't do any wrong, but he's willing to take the stick for us as sinners. He was spat on. His beard was ripped out. They put a crown of thorns on his head. He was uh, uh, abused. He was pierced in the side. And he took that all for us so that we could be re- reconciled to him. That's what he was willing to do t- for to be in a relationship with us, to be reconnected back to us like we initially were in the beginning. If you're, if as a man, if you're in that situation and you've done wrong, then you should be willing to, to get the egg in the face. -hmm. Even if it does even if it doesn't come back together, you should be willing to get the egg back in the face because you did wrong. And in order to seek reconciliation, you have to be prepared. This is not to say that women should be abusing, you know, as a response or you know, being terrible and evil, but you have to acknowledge that the person that you've hurt has feelings, emotions, and they they're gonna need time to process that. And you're gonna have to feel, you know, the brunt of the stick because because you're the one that hurt them so you be prepared to to receive whatever comes your way but if you're ready to do that then for me that shows that you know what my heart is reconciliation because i love her so much yes i've done wrong but i'm ready to show that look it was it was truly a one off it won't happen again and i'm here to show that i will do whatever i need to do to get this relationship back together mm but yeah yeah, man this yeah this 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 one is techie because sorry i was just i was just gonna end by saying this one is techie because you know like going back to the scenario she she's like he repeats the same patterns and it's making me feel like he's going to cheat again and isn't truly repentant like for a married woman like who wants to live in a house where you're living on edge because you or your husband steps out of the house and you're thinking Who's he potentially going to sleep? Do you not, mm. bro? You, yeah, at that point, at that point, if
0: she was to say she's getting a divorce, well, i Gareth speaking English. If she was to say she's getting a divorce. I wouldn't be mad at her. I would actually understand. I wouldn't. A hundred percent. And
1: people that are trying to pressure her into staying and shaming like they should also be ashamed of themselves. I'm, sorry, should. To say, I'm mm. sorry to say, I'm sorry to somebody's pastor, but you should be ashamed of yourself because it's not right. It's not fair. You're watching a sister being in constant pain because a man can't do better. And mm-hmm. it's, people are trying to pressure her into staying. How, would you say that if it was your daughter? Like how can you, and, mm-hmm. and I shouldn't even have to say your daughter, your sister, because that means that you already show sure that you, your, your level of
0: respect for women is minimal. Stop mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm. It's true. I think the fact that she's in that place, if she was once, cheated on once, cool, twice, cool. But from what she's saying, the words that she's saying, if she genuinely feels it's going to happen again, it's a dangerous place to be in. So if she was to walk away, I'll, hold my, I'll say fair play. Fair play. Even though, you know, we might be here and we might not necessarily condone divorce. But on that, when it gets to that point where someone, man or woman, but we say the woman because she's the one in the situation, is feeling like her husband's going to do it again, at that point, I would understand if she actually walks out. And I know I know the churches are probably saying, you know, no, stick together, God can do it, God this, God that. But I would legit understand if she was like, do you know what, um, I'm giving this one up because that's not, I mean, I've never been there, but to have that feeling that someone's going to do it again, it must be sad and crazy. Like, how do you live in a marriage thinking that your husband or your wife is going to cheat on you?
1: to be fair I think even if even if he was like truly truly repentant and, and, and he was genuinely living this pure life at the back of your mind I think regardless you might always potentially feel like that person can cheat again I don't think it would make difference
0: if he was repentant I don't think she, she was still she might still feel the same but I don't think it won't be as bad but yeah. she doesn't even know if he's repentant she, she doesn't even know if he's repentant or not she's
1: yeah
2: genuine. she yeah literally she's she's on edge she's <laughs> like he's repeating the same patterns so I even feel like she knows that this guy like has serious problems. Mm. I don't even a serial cheater is crazy. <laughs> not
0: not that cheating once is acceptable, but to be a serial cheater. Yeah, I, that's insane.
2: I I just like because as I'm reading it, I'm just like I'm I'm just continually lost for words because like she says something like for him to cheat on me when God has blessed us with a child is beyond me. I'm struggling because I know God hates divorce. And if a man is repentant, then we should forgive, which Forgiveness I'm then is not
1: the same as reconciliation. Yeah. So
2: it's, it's which right. is, which is what I'm, which is the point. The point I wanted to make is, Sis, I feel like especially with you, you know the your second par- paragraph of what you said, I feel like you're trying to use scriptures as a crutch to disf- to defend somebody's dif- dysfunction. And and the and the scriptures are not there to defend somebody's dysfunction. The scriptures are quite clear that there is grace for those who are overcome by something, but there's not grace for you to continue in sin. That's what like Paul says it. Should we continue should we continue um, Should we abuse grace like so that we can continue in sin? We can't do that. Like, and
1: yeah, yeah should we
2: continue saying that that grace may abound no um titus 2 uh, verse 10 it says the grace of god has appeared um, to all men teaching us to deny ungodliness that's what the grace of god does it gives you the power to deny ungodliness so you shouldn't you shouldn't have to feel like you need to use the scriptures as a crutch to kind of try and see the better in him when he is not changing it should work in general but if people are not changing and i'm not talking i'm not necessarily talking about timelines i'm talking about Clear evidence, tangible or, or uh, clear tangible fruit. That's what I'm talking about. I, like I'm not here to say you have to change by tomorrow. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is he has to show truly that he's changed. If you're if you still believe that he's continuing those patterns, and you're not even secure in yourself, and he's still you 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 were pregnant, he cheated on you. You're married, he cheated on you. I, th- there's nothing. He's still addicted to porn. Like, my good sis, you can't use scripture to to kind of hold you as a crutch and go, you know, well, God will get me through this marriage whilst your husband is still sinning. Because what's happening is what the enemy would want to do is make it feel like the pressure should be on you. Oh, you have to keep your family together. And this is not to say that you shouldn't pray, my good sis. You should. But when, honestly, like you are taking the brunt of someone's bad behavior, honestly someone 's bad behavior you are you are on the the receiving end of the repercussions of it, and then you're also bearing the burden of having to carry stuff spiritually to God in prayer and all and then at the same time renewing your mind to try and have a a grace filled view towards him whilst he's he's still not changing. My oh. good sis, you have to remove that burden just like Jesus said, cast that burden to Jesus, and it may mean that divorce is on the cards. I'm saying may, because like I said before, this is not a, a marriage counseling thing, but it may mean moving forward, you may have to consider, you know, divorce because he's not changing. And mm-hmm. one th- and the final thing I'll say is this, one thing, that, one thing I do know a lot about when it comes to divorce is that when one party, when one party, when both parties are not on the same page concerning reconciliation, marriage will, m- marriage won't work. Yeah, I, I if if that. if the two parties are not on the same page as it comes to restoration or reconciliation, you are not going anywhere. If you want reconciliation and your husband is still cheating, I can I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this for free, my good sis. It is not going to work. Pray, I I encourage you to pray. But if he is if he is willingly willingly not changing, my good sis, you're going to be praying for many years. And not see change. Because as you've said, God gives everyone free will. And I know you were referring to yourself, but that free will also applies to your husband. And that's the same free will that he's using to cheat on you. So my good sis, please think about it. Like if both of you are not on the same page towards restoration... Bro, it, it, unfortunately, and I'm I'm sorry to say this, and I know some people might be like, you know, you shouldn't be the herald of, of of bad news. I don't want to be the herald of bad news, but this is the reality of something as tricky as divorce. And we can't, we can't just, you know, pander around it and go, just pray and your marriage will come back together. I've seen couples that have loved God, served God, and... One instance or one scenario, and both of them have just turned away from it. All one party is ready to do the work, and the other party has tapped out. It just doesn't work. I have never seen where 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 one party has tapped out and that marriage has still worked. It it really needs it. Even if it's just an ounce of that person who's 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 the transgressor to say, you know what? Yes, I know I'm overcome by this particular sin. But I am ready to try and change. I will do whatever. That's all it takes. If that person is willing to do that, fine. But if your husband is going to marriage counseling and two months after going to sex workers, paying sex workers for sex, Omar, it's time to reevaluate. Sorry for my sermon, but yeah, this is. So it's I a think deep you've one.
1: absolutely nailed you've hit the nail on the head wholeheartedly and you've articulated it in a way that's better than I would have, but my thoughts were in the same place.
0: Yeah, I agree, man. I definitely think both parties definitely need to be on the same page if they're gonna reconcile. But if one is out there still playing away, it's gonna be very, very peak, bro, for them to come to any sort of reconciliation. Um and I was with her fears as well. Her fears is, is, is worried, man. It's worried, man, because it is I, I do feel for the sisters. it's a scary place. It it sounds like a scary place to be in, knowing that you know your husband can at any minute just go outside and play away. It's it's just it's just dangerous, man.
2: Bro, when something, when when the person that is meant to be committed from a Christian perspective is me, is meant to be committing to you till death do you part, and you're saying this person is emotionally detached, what do you have? Like that's a that's a housemate. That's not a husband. That's a housemate. Do you know what? Aside, aside I, from
0: the cheating, just having emotional detachment. That in itself is crazy within a marriage. Bro. You,
2: bro, I, I wonder what the dynamics is like in that house then. Oh, yeah, because it's yeah. like They're probably just
1: coexisting and not. Yeah, really
2: like, like, co- yeah, like yeah, that's it really. You're just coexisting. It's Hi, just bye. Like, and, and mm. I'm, 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 and this is also to to women that have had to go through this or men that have had to go through this, where you're by yourself and you and you're alone and you've been trying to push through. Like, look, you know, I I want to encourage you. Like, don't let the enemy. You know, make it out like it's your fault. And this is not to say that we don't have our own crinkum crankum, but you're not the one that's out here cheating. Like, you know, your other issues might not be a problem, but cheating, you know, bruh, that's, that, that as we've mentioned before, that's something that the Bible is very clear about. That's the grounds for a marriage to, to, to be annulled. But if you're going through it and the enemy is just allowing you to take blame and, you know, maybe I've done wrong and maybe it's me, maybe sex wasn't good enough and that's why they stepped out on me. Or, you know, maybe I wasn't cooking well enough and that's why they stepped out. Don't allow the enemy to lie to you. So you put that burden on your head and make it feel like the reason why the marriage is crashed is because of you. Whilst the, the one, the perpetrator of the wrongs is out, still out here don 't mm. allow the enemy to to steal that God. joy from you no don 't don 't allow him to steal that sanity from you because I'm to try to the cheating, isn't it? Bro, like if if we 're being very honest growing up, a lot of the aunties that were coming to our churches that their husbands weren 't around we like the church kind of demonized them to make it out like Ah, uh, it's, it's you, like, you know, yeah. you're the problem. Your husband is out there. He's going back to Nigeria, you know, to sleep with other women, or he's getting married to his second wife or his third wife, you know, out in Nigeria and he's leaving you here. Or uh, the comment saying he's gone to do business in Nigeria and you're here busy praying that the Lord will bring your husband back. And it's like a lot, a lot of these aunties like spent decades of their life, you know, feeling like they were the problem, like they were the issues whilst having to look after three, four, five, six kids whilst the man is, is, is doing maverick across the globe. Like that's madness. That's absolutely madness. And and for me it, it's, it's completely wrong. And this is something that, you know, even, even when Paul, a lot of, a lot of the writings about, you know, sins in, in the epistles, a lot of it had to do with sexual immorality in the church. And I feel like we really, as Oris started it off with, like there's a real epidemic in the church that has to do, it, it, um, in the nature of like sexual matters that needs to be addressed. And the church have to be willing to address like these, these wrong things that have been perpetuated in the church, including cheating, because we find it easy to raise our LGBT X, Y, and Z, but we're not even, we don't have the same energy for, for, for for fornicators. That's the predominant issue. And we're deflecting and we're looking at things like LGBT in the church. No, let's look at fornicators first. That's the biggest issue that we're seeing. I feel like this deflection thing needs to stop. And I'm sorry, I'm gonna these fit like when I get passionate about something, I just start flying on off on one. But Bro, no. We have to the heterosexual fornication that's going on, Bro, Let's let's address that. Let's stop deflecting to 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 matters that are not even like the the, the, the main issues of the day.